I'm cranking out these podcasts like a fucking machine. People are going to get tired of this shit. All right. Eventually, people will go back and listen to them all. So, let's talk about credit. Let's talk about financial literacy and money. Right? Am I the most qualified person to talk about investing in money? Probably not. But do I know what I'm talking about? I think so. And it's really just fear, you know, taking away the fear, financial fear, credit fear. And fear is replaced with responsibility and, you know, things like debt-to-income ratio, credit score, uh, collections accounts. You know, these are all things that can be processed and understood, and then when you understand it, you have more control over the situation. When you have more control over the situation, you're able to move ahead and make more money, right? Save more money, have more money. Net worth is what you got. Net worth is not what you're pulling in every month. That's cash flow. Okay, you want to flow more cash? People say, oh, I want multiple streams. Okay, how are you going to do it? Right? A lot of people are airbnb shared space, uh, you know, beds. And they're trying to get as many beds in the unit as they can, you know. And that might be, you know a decent way for an average person to start getting more and more asset, I mean, uh, capital-producing assets, right? These assets are producing a cash flow. The, the assets are actually like employees. The assets are actually working for you. All you have to do is maintain the asset. Make sure it keeps performing the job it's supposed to do. If that asset is a bed, in a room, then the room needs to be clean, the roommates need to be reasonable and responsible and polite, and, you know, things like security and cleanliness are important, right? If the asset is a car, car needs to be maintained and needs to uh, have a clean record and a clean title and needs to be serviced or repaired. Any machine needs to be maintained or repaired. You could have a laundromat. Units need to be maintained, right? Okay, what are other uh, cash-producing assets? Well, businesses usually rely on the transfer of goods or services. That is their cash flow, right? Realtors are flowing their ability to market and sell real estate. Insurance people are cash-flowing their ability to solve the problems of life insurance, car insurance, health insurance, whatever, and they are getting paid to help people solve the problem of not having insurance or paying too much for insurance, right? Okay, what else? Financial planners. I think financial planners is a crock of BS, but if you do want a financial planner, that would be for what? To either learn more about what to do with your money for retirement, right? They're basically, their job is to make sure that you continue to have money, right? <laughs> or maybe even have more money than you have now. You're going to invest your money or they're going to, um, ex- you know, explain to you the processes of tax benefits, tax codes, retirement accounts, matching contributions. That's really basic, you know, the basic shit. You should know about all of that. Mutual funds, everybody thinks mutual funds suck, you know. 
Um, but, you know, bonds, bonds suck, but whatever, you know, you can think about that. Um, let's see. Um, you know, girls want to start hair studios, hair salons, selling eyelashes, selling hair, selling makeup, you name it, okay? Selling clothes, that's my forte, okay? Um, selling, selling, thi- selling things that enhance and improve lives, okay? That is really what you should be thinking about, selling value. Value arbitrage, okay? Value from one place, value to the next place. You're making money because you are the one moving the thing around, right? Without the people who move the thing around, people wouldn't might not even know the thing exists, right? Or they might be paying way more for the thing than they should be for the market price of the thing, and then you can monopolize the thing if you have the best value, the best product, um, you know, you have good customer service, people like you. You, you're networking, you're opening up more and more people who know about you, who want to do business with you, you're helping people, they're helping you. People will rather go through you than go through some other random guy, so you're going to get more business that way, right? And then, you know, that is essentially how you build clientele. The whole point of marketing is not just get more sales and to get your, you know, your brand and your reach out there. The whole point of marketing is to build loyal customers. Now, loyal customers is a very one-sided phrase because the phrase like, I'm just wanting, sounds like kind of like methodical, non-emotional, I just want customers who are loyal to me, right? Almost like servants or slaves. You want loyal customers because you are a loyal provider, right? It goes both ways. You got to be a loyal provider. You got to be reliable, right? You got to be reliable, and you got to stand by it, and you got to really take care of your customer because most of the time it's easy for them to go to the other guy, right? Unless you are in a market where it's not easy to go to the other guy, that's called barriers to entry. So, you know, how do you stand out? I'm selling clothes. What are you selling? What do you want to sell? You know, the only way you're going to get rich is if you you learn how to sell something. Provide something. You could be selling software. You could be selling education and training, although I think that's a crock of bullshit, trying to sell a course. I don't really like people who sell courses unless they're legit. And if they were legit, they wouldn't be selling courses. They'd be writing books and doing seminars. But anyways, I mean, power to you. Maybe you can provide value by selling a course, but it really just depends on what the course material is and depends on what your credentials are, right? You can sell entertainment. You can entertain people. You can sell hope. You know, you can sell skills. You can sell confidence. You can sell leadership. You can sell anything, really. Anything that people would give you money for, you could do it. So, selling clothes, right? What do I have to do? Like, so this is an interesting scenario, kind of contrast, is I can go to Ross and Marshall's 
and TJ Maxx, right? Like, I only buy underwear and socks from there. I don't really buy anything else from there, right? But I'm looking at it, and I want to maximize what the customer wants. Customer wants value, right? Customer wants a good deal, and when we're looking at things like that, okay, socks and underwear for guys, at least, we want what? Durability, comfortable, stylish, right? Durable, comfortable, stylish. There's really only three dynamics, right? Uh, Ralph Lauren pants. Why do I love Ralph Lauren pants so much? Because they are durable and stylish, you know? Durable, and they're going to last a long time. They're comfortable. They're lightweight. They've got a really nice kind of guard to it, and they've got a nice little shine to it, you know? They look fancy, and they last a long time. Money is an investment of your money because when you look good, you're, you're set up for success, right? You need to have clothes that continue to allow you to look good or you're going to have to keep buying new clothes. Now, fashion is an extension of yourself, your image, and fashion is more of a creative way to represent yourself, okay? Fashion is a little bit different from clothing. Clothing is to provide, uh, you know, a need. I want socks that will, you know, have a good elasticity and will last a long time, so I don't want to keep fucking buying socks and the elastic going out, right? Underwear. I don't want the elastic to go out, and I don't want the material to start looking raggedy, right? You want it to stay sharp, and you want it to stay, you know, fresh looking, okay? Then you've got fashion. Now, that's very interesting, because I am bridging the gap from just clothing needs to fashion, but with a huge emphasis on value. I can't really just bust out my own uh, label, my own brand, and expect for it to magically get attention and trust, right, and sales and repeat sales. I can't just bust it out and say, okay, this is it, the Lux clothing line, and expect people to, okay, cool, you know, or try it, or because they're changing, right, because they're already loyal to the brands and the styles and the textures and the materials and the looks that they're already used to. So either you're introduced to a new brand or you're introduced to a new style, right? Why else would you buy clothes? Mostly as a representation to who you are or to just fulfill a basic wardrobe need. You know, a lot of people who just wear basic work shirts, they don't really care that much about style. They're just looking for durable and good enough, right? That's why you see a lot of Stafford, Van Heusen, Hagger, they're not super stylish, but they're functional. They'll last a long time. They're durable, and they're reliable, okay? Some people kind of prefer a more vanilla look that kind of just blends in, right? You got the Oxford button-down shirt, and you got the dress black, probably with a scotch guard, okay? For a lot of, you know, white-collar, working-class people, that might be, you know, fulfill their need, right? Going out to the club, maybe they don't go out to the club. Maybe they're gamers. Maybe they go bowling. Maybe they don't really like to wear clothes like that in their social and home life. 
Maybe they like to wear a Hawaiian shirt and, you know, comfortable shorts. Or maybe they like to play sports. Then they work out a lot, you know what I mean? So it's like you're fulfilling needs and wants. So, anyways, financial literacy. Take away the fear from all these things. Take away the fear of money and the fear of credit and the fear of interest rates, right, and the fear of, uh, you know, being late on a payment and defaulting and collections and bankruptcy, right? Take away the fear of all of that cash flow, running out of money. You know, it's like the more and more in tune I'm getting with my mind and, and the spirit and all that, like, I, it almost feels like I can start hearing the words, like the words that the other person has failed to process. If all human beings, like like a person who has processed all of his fears, in my opinion, or traumas or whatever ailments, he would be successful and wealthy. He wouldn't have fear. He would be confident, happy. He would be successful. He would be wealthy, and he would be generous. And he would be grateful to have this knowledge, and he would be grateful to have become the perfect version of himself. He would want to share this with others, right? In my opinion, that's what... That's what a person who is totally clear of detriment, that's the kind of person he would become. That's the kind of person I'm becoming, right? But it's like I can kind of like, I can hear the words in my head. Like if I'm kind of in a a not so good area of Houston, I can hear the word broke. I can hear the word um, late, you know. I can hear the word worried, you know. I can hear the word stressed out, right? What are we going to do, right? Or I can, you know... Prior to about 10 a.m., I can hear the word tired, you know. It's like a bomb is going off. It's 9 a.m. on the highway. Everyone is fucking tired, you know. Mental energy, mental thoughts are just bombarded with thoughts of, like, people are tired, you know. So, or, like, lunchtime, you know, the word would be, like, hungry, you know. Like, anyways, take away the fear of the thing and you shall gain power and control of things. 